Don't skip this one as a music podcast where two best friends play songs to talk about them. It's also a comedy podcast where the hosts make dumb jokes and make fun of each other. Um, how did you get into this That's, recording? Don't worry about how I got into the booth. Point is, I'm here, and I'm going to finish this off. Sometimes there's strong language in this podcast, so be aware. Okay, stop reading my script. Um, uh, I want to say the next thing. Now, on, on to, to the, the show. show. What's up, fellow music nerds? Uh, this is your host, Zach Fisher, and with me, as always, is Brady Levitt. So, that's right next to the That mic. was right next to... Uh, sorry, that's my bad, everyone. so loud in the um, uh, post-edit. Um, welcome to the episode called uh, Stick, Stick With, with us. us. We snared some drummers. This was a tough one, um, and as you can probably maybe tell, the sound quality for both our voices is the exact same. That's because we're in the same room together. Yep, we're doing this. We're sitting across from each other, uh, like we're... like a real podcasting pair. <laughs> Podcast pair, real podcasters who sit in the same, the same, the same booth, the of... same. Of my Brady, living room. Brady's living room. Yeah. We're in Brady's living room. Uh, I'm up uh, visiting um, and uh, we wanted to record. Um, so this episode is all about our favorite drummers. Um, so it's like a second part. It's we're kind of doing we'll, we'll do like a it's like part of a series. So we've we've done the guitarist. We did that. Yeah. A couple was it before you went to Ireland? I think it was before I went to Ireland. So it's been a few months. It's been a few months. But it's only been a couple episodes. It's only been a couple episodes ago, but it's been a few months. And then, you know, so I was gone for, like, we recorded, and then I two weeks later I left, and then I was gone for two months, and then I got back, and then I had to, I was in the middle of moving, so there's another, so it's been it's about three weeks before, three months before, in between episodes, and then another almost month it's been it's there's been a lot going on uh in our personal lives um you know so i moved i was in ireland and zach uh i think went to uh did you say that you you watched some tv yeah i think i i had a lot of a lot of tv to watch i was really trying to just buckle down and just get it get, done get it done and you know they they're like oh one person can't possibly watch all the content i was like i'm gonna show you i'm gonna show you netflix while the fucking strike is going i'm gonna try and catch up and um no but they are right apparently actually there is way too much out there to, to okay so that... i gave up on that and instead we're gonna do this podcast um <laughs> so uh i think we talked about I think yeah, I think we did mention on the guitar one that I had ended up with a lot more um, of the songs, um, just because I had a lot more guitarists that I really loved and wanted to put on there, and was having um, a hard time choosing between. And um, and this one we flipped. It's Brady who had yeah. a lot of choices, and I was kind of like, well, I like some of yours, and I really only have a few. Um, so. And I think it goes back to what we talked about before, where like I. Grew up playing drums. Zach plays guitar. So, you know, we kind of just have our own, uh, based off of our, what we play or played, it's been a while since I played drums. But, you know, it's, yeah. because of that, we, we have our, our preferences. So, yeah, we, we're going to go with drummers this time around. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we hope you stick with us. Oh, like gross. a, like a drum stick. It's disgusting. It's a, it's a pun. 
It's a, puns are only allowed in the title. I, okay, I, my bad. I refuse. Um, it's, so Tom, what do you think? That's another. Uh, I was calling him Tom. No. But Tom is the type. Sense. They get it. It's a type of drum. No, they get it. You okay. didn't have to explain. Um, but yeah, so these are. this is going to be uh, eight songs, eight uh, well, more than eight drummers. More than eight sure. drummers, because there's a couple of songs that we get that we're able to to double down on. But yeah. again, this one isn't. It's not our. F- it's not the best drummers, per se. Yeah. It's not like, you know, there are drummers who are on like the best list. You know, if you're looking at the best drummers ever, but these are our favorite drummers. Um, yeah. So want to make sure that with both this one, if you're going back and listening to the guitarist one. Um, at least for Zach. Mine, I, I forgot that clarification with the guitarist part. And I just went with like, oh, these ones are like my favorites that are supposed to be really good. Um, where these ones are just our favorite drummers. Like, yeah, you know, it doesn't really matter too much on skill. They're all skilled drummers. Like, I'm not choosing um, myself in a um, high school pet band. Um, these are, but that would actually be that, I would have if, you, I w- if if I could have I would have you would have if that, that was, was on Spotify I would have chosen eight songs that I played yeah while in high school pet band yeah that would be your actual favorite it would have been these are the of the recorded of the recorded artists, artists these are my favorite okay yeah that's fair that's fair well um yeah and I hope you guys enjoy this we I love drummers and drumming and I hope you guys don't think I'm too much of a pretender. And that was uh, the Pretender by the Foo Fighters. Um, this one uh, is one of the ones we mentioned has two because uh, we get to talk about both Taylor Hawkins, who's the drummer on the song, um, and R.I.P. R.I.P. Oh, R.I.P. I, for, I did forget R.I.P. Um, I did. I did forget. He, yeah, he died. Was that this year? Was that a, a, that was a I think ago? a year two ago? A year two ago. Um, Brady's just going to go ahead and fact check that. Yeah. Um, and, um, uh, as well as Dave Grohl, mm-hmm. uh, leader of the Foo Fighters in, um, 2022, drummer. 2022. Okay. And drummer and drummer for Nirvana, Nirvana, a really great drummer. Um, both. And, uh, I wouldn't say this is like the, this song in particular is the, I guess I'm not a drummer, but it doesn't, it's doesn't sound like it has the craziest fills or whatever no but, but i liked it because drums like drive the song like they come in to a- amplify and drive the song yeah this one for me that's what drums do shut up <laughs> uh, no but but yeah so because like originally when zach and i were putting together this playlist like I know he, um, he had chose a, a Foo Fighters song. I was thinking about a Foo Fighters song, but then I also, was, I think originally I had like Smells Like Teen Spirit because I was like, oh, yeah, I know Dave Grohl. And then I thought about it. I was like, oh, you know what? We should put a, a Foo Fighters song on here because, you know, killed two birds with one stone. Yeah. And I mean, that was, that, that is a phrase. That is a phrase. No, but, um, and talk about both 
um, Taylor Hawkins and Dave Grohl. So Dave Grohl, um, some of you may know this. Um, again, if you don't, um, that's why we're here is to give you up to date facts about our favorite music that we definitely aren't looking at currently on Wikipedia. <laughs> and um, no, so uh, the Foo Fighters started. Um, I, I started after Dave Grohl after like. Nirvana ended because Kurt Cobain died, um, and Dave Grohl, um, it actually, it, it, really interesting, it started because he wanted, like, he didn't know what he wanted to do, he didn't, he didn't know if he wanted to keep playing music, Yeah, and he, he went off and, um, he decided to take a trip, and I think, he, he was, wasn't he like backpacking in Europe? Or he was something? backpacking through. It was either Ireland or Scotland. Yeah, because right. where I heard the story of him talk about it, he mentioned Scotland, but then he named a town in Ireland. Oh, and okay. so I'm not sure which one it is. I don't yeah. know if he remembers which one it is. Because he's like, I just want to get away and backpack and just take my mind off stuff and kind of get away. And he saw like he got caught a taxi or something along those lines. And the person driving it or driving by was wearing a Nirvana shirt. And he's like, even in like a remote, like a remote backpacking mountain in the, uh, the British Isles, he was still reminded of like, he yeah. still was like, oh, I'm still the drummer for Nirvana. And he's like, okay. It was like a, his, he took it as like his sign that he needed to keep playing music. So the first Foo Fighters album was just him. Like he recorded That's right. the the drums, the vocals, the guitar, he bass. Like he recorded it all, yeah. put it together, and then um, when he, I, I believe when he went touring, he wanted to make a full band. He's like, I need a band to actually play these songs, and then that band became what the Foo Fighters are. And so like Taylor yeah. Hawkins, then be you know was the the drummer for the Foo Fighters for a really long time. I'm not exactly sure. Um, our research assistant is getting it to us right now. Yeah, um, he he really wish they had done this before the podcast started. But yeah, so he he toured with he was originally he was uh, he toured with the Foo Fighters when it was just Dave Grohl's like solo project, yeah, and yeah. then um, then everyone in the band went on and then recorded the music. So he was, yeah, um, yeah. And he's a he's an amazing drummer. I mean, he's able to keep up because I mean, so he. Would oh, be... actually, just kidding. Um, Taylor Hawkins wasn't on the second album. The second album, the drummer William Goldsmith was got in a fight with Dave Grohl, and then Dave Grohl pretty much re-recorded all of the drum parts ah. for um, the Color and Shape, and then Grohl called Hawkins, who they kind of knew each other, and was like looking to see if Hawkins knew of any people, anyone who wanted to drum. Um, because Taylor Hawkins was um, Alanis Morissette's um, touring drummer, oh. and uh, Hawkins, he's like he asked Hawkins because he's like he he'll know people, but he expected that he didn't want like Dave Grohl's like oh he probably is not gonna want to leave like because they were a bigger band than the Foo Fighters at the time yeah and he was like oh then Taylor Hawkins like no I want to come do it so yeah just some fun facts um, about. About the Foo Fighters and why there's two drummers on this, and both of them are amazing drummers. Um, yeah. 
like Dave Grohl is an amazing drummer, but also just an amazing all around musician. Like the fact that yeah he can he recorded the first Foo Fighter album with all of, like it was all him. Yeah, he's a great multi instrument instrumentalist and um also all around good guy like yeah uh every interview i heard with him he's just like you just seem like the most like chill dude yeah just hang out with no and like and the the cool thing is is that you know like the stuff that he did that like inspirations he takes is really cool like the fact that um like smells like teen spirit like he was talking to somebody about it and like there was um some like 70s r&b um soul bands that he pretty much was like i stole the beat for smells like teen spirit from them and and the way of like you know the way that the drummer played was like yeah like this is you know what i wanted to sound like and yeah yeah you know you listen to the song like their songs you're like oh you hear it it's just a in a different played a different way like it's played the same but like more aggressively Right. rock and less soul but it's still the same like beat style and it's it's really cool um huh. i've heard really good things about this book i want to check it out the um book. the yeah. book I've, I've heard really good things about but yeah no i love this what um well i i've always loved i i mean i put this on here because i've always loved uh nirvana as a whole each all three of them did um and and girl and uh shoot i forgot his name but the basis they both went on to do great stuff as well um but um yeah i've always loved uh i've loved foo fighters since they came out i think because they would have come out and i was old enough to recognize like um wow i really love the sound and so i was like when we're talking about drummers i was like well maybe you're talking about favorite just i don't know how technically good like taylor hawkins is but i love all of the foo fighters stuff and i know that dave grohl's i was every interview i love with him so i was like those are two of my favorite drummers because um they're they're of the few bands where i'll listen to the i'll pay extra attention to the drums it's not like i don't pay attention to the drums it's like but usually i'm just like it's pretty background to me as um on like a majority um you know it's just kind of driving rhythm but then there are bands um that will go through where i'm like oh they're doing like really interesting stuff with the drums and i can i can hear it um and it it jumps out at me yeah so what would you say your favorite part about this song is um i do really like when it um i do like when it breaks and it's just like vocals and a little bit ethereal and then there's like you can hear subtle violin mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it comes crashing back down um that's probably my favorite part of the song yeah i think mine is probably um one of us eight is not like the others one of us eight is not like the others. yeah i'm pretty sure that's the lyrics one of us eight is not like the others and that I'm that part sure you're talking about what if I say I'm not like the others? Mm, I don't know. I'll have to. I, I'll have to look into that one. Right. Pretty sure that that's not the lyrics, but um, okay. No, but seriously, I I think the chorus is my favorite. I don't know what it is. I just it's yeah. 
it's good. It's it's just it's just an overall good song. That's why it won the Grammy Award for best hardcore rock performance. This is stuff I already knew and not looking at. And on Google. On on Google. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, you know that's. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Anything you else wanted to say about this song in particular? No, I well I think it's interesting because like Foo Fighters, you know what what was it? Like not Foo Fighters, Nirvana kind of talking about it. Nirvana. Um, and the Foo Fighters, I guess, were formed in in Seattle, um, and it's just it's a little crazy because like you know, like Dave Grohl grew up in Ohio. Uh, the The bassist was from Compton, and I think the bassist for Nirvana, um, I might be wrong on where he. It might not have been Compton. It might have uh, been a town called. Uh, is, is Danny, California, a place? Getting born in the state of Mississippi Papa was a copper and a mama was a hippie In Alabama she was swinging a hammer Price you gotta pay when you break the panorama was Danny California by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And the drummer for that one was Will Ferrell. Uh, Chad Smith. Yeah, it was Chad well. Smith. Who looks a lot like Will Ferrell. Yeah. Uh, no, but this was this one was one of mine. Um, recently, I guess recently, it's been about 10 years now that I think I, I kind of mentioned it in one of our older podcasts uh, over the summer ones. But I... I think Red Hot Chili Peppers is one of my favorite bands that I didn't realize is one of my favorite bands, if that makes any sense. Like, there's, I love so many Red Hot Chili Peppers songs. That I don't think I realized just how much I like them until Michaela, like, I was asking Michaela, I was talking to Michaela, my wife, and I was like, uh, talking to her about a, you know, like, favorite band. She's like, oh yeah, Red Hot Chili Peppers. I was like, they're not, they're not one of my favorites until she's like, yeah. They're not one of your favorites, and how come I know at least like fifteen songs by them by like by heart because yeah. of because you listen to it so often? I'm like, oh, I guess that makes sense. Um, and you know, this summer I tried to get more into Red Hot Chili Peppers. By um, I listened to a lot of their the early stuff to try to to you know understand it like better. I listened to Anthony Cadis's uh, Kaitis Cadis. I always mess that up. Yeah, um, Anthony Kiedis' um, autobiography, which is really interesting. And in it, you know, he talks about Chad Smith, who's the drummer. And if you look at Red Hot Chili Peppers, like their music, um, the best Red Hot Chili Peppers is like it, the first few albums before Chad Smith joins the band was weird. It wasn't great. It was a weird like funk soul yeah, it was okay. It was like, like funk, psychedelic, punk. Soul. Yeah, a little punk, but mostly yeah, funk yeah. psychedelic. Um, in the eighties, but then when Chad Smith joined, that's when I feel like the music really started to shift into what like I like, like the music I like about Red Hot Chili Peppers, and like what really everyone likes about Red Hot Chili Peppers, like the sound that they yeah, have, popular sound, yeah. 
is because of Chad Smith. Because like Flea and um, Anthony Kiedis were always in the band, and then John Frus- Frusciante was in and out of the band. But when he's the guitarist for the band, those are like the best albums. So when it's the four of them, it's the best, like yeah. my favorite. But really, Chad Smith in my mind is what has driven them to be the sound that they are today. Um, yeah. Really, really great drummer. There's um, a really good um, drumming documentary on Netflix. If you guys want to check it out, it's called Count Me In. And oh, yeah, it yeah. kind of, like, it has interviews from a lot of um, drummers, including, like, the drummer for the police and lots of lots of people. But it also, t- Chad Smith talks about and kind of goes through the history of drummers and, like, some of the favorite drummers, their favorite drummers, and Chad Smith is in it. It's the coolest thing. And then recently, if you guys have seen it, it was on TikTok. And for us adults out there, um, it was on Reels a couple weeks later. But um, – so, <laughs> so stupid. No, but uh, Chad Smith was doing this thing where he was um, – they, they, they took oh. the drum tracks out of – out of some 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 song, songs, some popular right. songs, and wanted to see what he would play along with it, and so they took the drum track um, out of the Thirty Seconds to Mars, the Kill. Oh, they took that oh, out. I've seen one of these, but yeah, go and ahead. they took it out, and so he l- was listening to the first like twenty seconds, trying to get the vibe of the song, yeah. and then goes in and plays, and it, he plays it almost exactly the same as. Wow, the Thirty Seconds to Mars drummer, like he was like, yeah. oh, this is what it, how it would sound good, like, and it was just the coolest thing watching him, like, like his drumming skill, be able to like, be like, yeah, no, like I've never heard like, and he might have heard the song, you know, it was a big song. There's probably no way he didn't hear it, but like, yeah. even hearing it, like, hearing once, hearing and recreating it, that, yeah, recreating crazy. that is crazy, and just going off of the, the pure track of like, okay, this is what I think it would. So like and like even some of the fills he would do were almost exactly the same, yeah. but still a little different. Like so, it wasn't like he was like, "Oh, I know this song." Yeah, yeah. It was the coolest thing watching him like start playing into that, and then you know I've seen like drum solos with. Um, there's a funny one with Will Ferrell because you know he looks especially older not not when he was younger, but now like old Chad Smith looks like Will Ferrell. Yeah. And they play into that all the time. And there was a... Uh, there was a bit. There was a, I think it was on Jimmy Fallon where yeah, Jimmy Fallon where there's a drum battle between Will Ferrell and Chad Smith. And it was amazing. Yeah. He's he's an amazing drummer. Yeah. Um, and, again, like, it's, you know, it, it's, it's hard to, like, really showcase, I think, drummers unless they have like a drum solo in the song or like a unique drum part in a lot of these songs because it's like it's you know the songs aren't about the drums yeah but if you're listening if you are a drummer and you're listening like you can hear how good it is yeah and i I mean even me i was trying to pay attention to the drums this time and i noticed it was like because i did attempt to learn the drums i think once in high school and it was too complicated for me um because i I don't remember i and also didn't try super hard but um i did try once and so i i do have a 
um, an appreciation when I can, when I pay, when I do pay attention to like, that seems really complicated. And I also uh, like watch drummers drum videos after a couple documentaries that I've watched. I'll, like I'll, um, there's internet videos about people playing drums different ways to certain songs and stuff like that. Yeah. And I'll be like, I'm, I think I'm starting to notice stuff that's like really complicated and te- technical or just really interesting to listen to. I feel like this one, he does something really interesting where with the symbols and then he's doing like an offbeat yeah. snare. Um, and I think, you know, weirdly, one of my favorite parts of the song is that guitar solo at the end. But I always, like, I hear, like, I love the guitar solo, but, like, even when I'm listening to it, I'm still, like, I'm still listening to, like, not even, like, talking because we're talking about drums on this podcast, but, like, I still listen to the drum bit during that guitar solo every time. Yeah. And I think that's my favorite part of the song. It's both the drum solo, but, like, the driving drums behind the guitar solo. Um, Like, they use, like... It's simple, but like the use of symbols that he has, like the like the bells, the bell parts of the symbol. I just I don't know. I really really like that part. Um, yeah. So I think that's my favorite part of the song. What would you say yours is? Um, that and like the beginning, um, like in between, like the, I love my baby to death and like California rest in peace. Like you can hear like the build up with the drums. I think I yeah. love that part too. I don't. I think it's during the chorus when I what I was talking about, where he's like mostly playing cymbals, but then he's got an interesting mm-hmm. like offbeat snare pattern going on. I, that's my kind of favorite part, at least drum wise. Again, little. T- but what about song wise? Like just full um, song. Full song. Can you go back to the lyrics? Sorry, we're both looking at the lyrics at the same time, um, audience. Um, I I do enjoy the way that um, the music is during the verse but also way he sings looking down the barrel of a hot metal 45 i do like that like it's a great song yeah but that i do always like that and i like the um push the fader gifted animator one for the now and 11 for the later um just mainly like the verses like the way he sings it yeah is always really cool but yeah no i i'm glad I, i put um Will Ferrell on. I'm glad I put Will Ferrell on this because, you know what, he's he's so funny. He deserves so to great. be on, on a drumming on episode. A, well. On a drumming episode. Yeah, he's he does, that funny. He's that funny. He does <laughs> such a good job at his jokes. Have you ever seen the Spartan cheerleader sketch? Amazing. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. At, um, do you have anything else you want to say about this uh, one? About Dan? About Will Ferrell? I mean. Really good in Step Brothers, but um, yeah, uh, no, I nothing about uh, Danny. Uh, Chad Smith, you mean not his name's not Danny California. His name's Chad Smith. So sorry, Chad Smith. Chad Smith. No, I think uh, you know. I think I think you're you're looking a little tired. You might want to go take a, a vacation or a holiday. was holiday by green day and the drummer on this one is trey cool um 
I do forget that that is his name. That's his. That's his name. Legal name. Trey Cool is one of my favorite. Like again, these are all my favorite drummers. Um, but I think he's been one of my f- favorite drummers for the longest period of time. If that makes sense, like, or he's been. He was one of the f- my first favorite drummers, because um, when I mm-hmm. first started listening to, like, my own music. Green Day was one of the first that I really got into, um, especially this album. Like this was the first concert I ever went to. Was it was Green Day and um, Jimmy Eat World, but Green Day played and they played like a two hour long set. Like it was still today like one of the longest sets I've ever seen. Uh, yeah, two it hours was is a long time. It was a long, long set. Yeah, and I think the thing that impressed me most, and I think I've talked about this before. It's the fact that Trey Cool took one break during Wake Me Up When September Ends. That is crazy. Like, like not even like, oh, like, you know, he just didn't... Pl- like, I mean, the song would end, and then he would start... So then when, when Billy Joel... When Billy Joe was talking to the crowd and like, you know, like, hey, you know, does anyone, like, you know, just doing crowd work, Trey was playing the beginning part of the next song already. Yeah. So like, for example, that holiday bit, the boom, bump, boom, like that, yeah. that part, he already, like the song would end and he start playing that for a minute before the song even started. And he did that up until wake me up to uh, when September ends because there's no drum bits in that. Right. Um, and then like, that was, that was it. Like everything else, like there was drums the entire time backing it. That is crazy. Man. And that's that I think is what impressed me because like I've played drums and like it's even even in even in high physical. school it's very physical and like you know I'm just going off of even just like me playing drums in like pet band where like I'm you know like I don't mean to brag I was pretty good at the snare on um in pet band where I was playing like we were playing songs and it was like hi hat snare symbol for what I was doing. Don't worry nobody thought that that was a brag. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, it was, but um, <laughs> no, press nobody. So yeah, I didn't impress anyone. But the point is, is like, I would play a, a song, and then you know, we take a, we take like a, you know, even a break to figure out what song we're playing next. And in between, like, I was like, there'd be times where I was already like dripping in sweat, just like going crazy on like a snare drum and pet band. Like, I can't. I remember watching that, thinking like, how is it, like his arm strength is in, has to be insane. Because, like, yeah. if you've ever played, even just, if you go and mess around on the drums for a little bit, it's, like, it's an intense workout where, like, playing a three-minute-long song, you almost like, okay, I need to, like, take a break and, like, just relax my arms for 30 seconds before I, at least, before I go into it, playing another song. And, like, he didn't stop at all. And it was the, I think that was where I was like, oh, man, he is, he's one of my favorites. Because I love Green Day, but, like, just watching the stamina of being able to like play two hours straight with like one or two, I think take, um, um, time of your life. There was a small section that I think time of your life. He didn't play at all. Cause I think that's solely, um, I, I think time of your life is solely acoustic. And yeah. then waking up when September ends, the first half of the song is, um, just guitar, and yeah. so it was those two songs. But those were the only breaks. 
So in a two-hour-long set, five minutes, he didn't play. And like, and like, that's. I'm not saying like, oh, like he, you know, like bands will play and then they stop. Like he didn't stop playing, except for five minutes, which is insane. Yeah. Uh, But I love Green Day. I think that's why. And you know, kind of going with drums. I think um, my. I think one of my favorite parts of this is that very beginning drum like intro. Yeah, it's really it's uh, Tom heavy, right? It's yeah, Tom's what, that he's playing. Yeah, it's so, yeah. really really dri- driving. I, I really like that kind of drumming too. Um, what would you say your favorite part of the song is? Um, I do just because this is the first time I've actually like read the lyrics. The part where he's doing um a character rec- representation of like this cal representative from California has the floor uh i did not know he said z kyle to the president gas man or um bang bang goes the broken cla- glass which is uh um in reference to crystal knock this whole um song is like um it's like an indictment of the po- political landscape at the time too and he was like comparing it to fascism wait really i didn't it was the, during the bush. It was during the bush years. I didn't catch the the uh, what's. I didn't think with the the album called American Idiot that it would have been, uh, really politically, politically handed. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, weird. Yeah, weird like that. Um, but no, I just that's uh, that. I thought it was it, about going on vacation. Yeah, it's actually crazy. It's not actually nothing about that. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. My bad, listeners. <laughs> I was listen- I was listening to the drum bit. I don't ever. I wasn't listening to the <laughs> to the words, the words. Or, or message. Um, no, I just I just that's the first time I had known that's what we, what he was saying, and so I was like, oh, that's even makes that song just a little bit better. Um, but I think, I mean, the drums in this probably is my favorite part because yeah. they are a great part of this song yeah, they are a great lyrics. part of the song um and this song is amazing i love i would say you know if you had to choose like top at least top 10 favorite albums of all time uh, the american idiot would is easily up there um i just yeah. i love this album of green days and anytime i hear any song from this but holiday is i think one of my favorite songs from the album i just i love it and i could not like, cause you know, even Zach and I were talking before. I was like, okay, like I originally had Jesus of Suburbia on, but I was like, it's a ten minute long song. We didn't want to put you guys through it. You know, we didn't want another Weird Al um, yeah, trapped yeah. in the drive through situation. <laughs> but yeah, and then you know, as we're I was going through, I was like, no, like we were kind of looking at like Dookie and um, Warning and like all of the, you know the insomniac like all the different albums i was like i want one from american idiot like that's that's my favorite album i want something from that and then as we i played holiday i was like oh yeah like the it's got a good drum beat to it um and so yeah that's i think yeah it's an amazing song i love trey cool one of my favorite drummers i I want to see like they're touring again soon i really want to see green day i think that'd be so cool to go see green day um, do you have anything you'd want to say about the song? Uh, no, I think we've talked about all of it um, that I can think of. Um, I'm interested to see how you're going to transition to the next one. 
What do you? Uh, I'm not transit. I'm still talking about Green Day. Oh, I apologize. About, what do you? What did you want to say about Green yeah, Day? Yeah. Okay. Well, like I think it's really cool that like we are doing this together. Like we can talk about drums. Like drums, we talk about guitar. Like and this whole podcast is gonna just—it's like a duet between us on our favorite drummers. duet by Buddy Rich and Gene Krupa. So, no lyrics in this one, just straight drummers, but these are two of my favorite drummers. So, Buddy Rich and Gene Krupa were really big in, like, the 40s. Okay. Like, in the big band era. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Buddy Rich has, you know, like, if you talk, if, if you watch any documentary about um, drummers like and like who they're inspired by. Buddy Rich is always one. Like so, both of them um, were like led their own orchestras, okay. But were also the drummers for those orchestras. So yeah, the yeah. Gene Krupa had one. Buddy Rich had one. Both amazing drummers, um, and like every like most drummers that were like are like who you know who were your early inspirations. These two show up. On almost every like big drummers list. Yeah, I think I've heard of Buddy Rich before, probably because I've watched a few documentaries. You've heard of Buddy Rich before, drummers. and then Gene Krupa. Um, because you asked me while we were listening, like, who's Gene Krupa? Because I know you've heard, you've probably heard Buddy Rich from that, like you're saying. But yeah, have you heard the Sing 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 song? It was on the Chips Ahoy commercial. The dun 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 dun. Oh, that's Gene Krupa playing it. Oh, Gene <coughs> Krupa. So that the Chips Ahoy commercial. The Chips guy. Ahoy. Why didn't she say? So? Why didn't I say the Chips? Ahoy? No, but it's it's like it's in a lot of different movies. Um, it's a pretty popular like big band. Like everyone's heard. Yeah, that sing sing sing. Yeah, that song. The the when you sung the melody, that's it's very iconic. Yeah, yeah. very uh, iconic and, um, and used as well. Yeah, and because of that, it's like Gene Krupa's been my fa- like one of my favorites because. Like, just like, when I first started drumming in sixth grade, I didn't really know a lot about drummers. I was like, okay, like, I want to, I'm, you know, I'm going to be a drummer. I kind of want to know more. And, um, buddy, I don't know how I even stumbled upon, like, I think there was a, I think what it was is there was a website called Drummer World or Drummer's World where, like, it just listed famous drummers and kind of, like, talked about them. So I was like, okay, like, I remember, like, looking at pictures of uh, Neil Peart's drum set with Rush that's like oh. almost a full 360. Yeah. Um, and I remember Gene Krupa and Buddy Rich both came up on this. And it was like in the early days of WinMX. So like I would download Gene Krupa songs or Buddy Rich songs and I found a duet and then they have a drum battle, like a whole album with both of them where it's just a drum battle between the two of them. So this one's a duet but then they have drum battle ones. It's... Huh. If you are a... If you're a drummer... Check out some of their stuff. It's it's really really good drumming, like and most of it is just drumming. There's no like no lyrics, 
it's like either big band or just straight up drums and it's it's really cool and i you know i i know that when i put this one on here it's gonna be a little bit divisive in just the way of like some people can be like okay cool it's two drummers playing drums there's no music behind it yeah it can't yeah i I think if you're a passive music listener um i think it can be hard to listen to just two people drumming yeah i think if you are but you know listen to it and again i'm not a drummer i took i took one drum lesson i was like forget this um and but i i enjoy watching people at their craft so i think i enjoy and listening to two drummers really going at it showing off their skills and then with that too because of them like because these are two just great drummers i would say go and you, just youtube buddy rich and gene krupa because there's some really good like videos of them throughout their like history playing drums and it's cool because yeah. it's, it's like the it's like that classic jazz style where it's the you know the flipped hand drumming oh yeah one of them's yeah the hell like the, the jazz style of drumming it was incredibly hard to describe that. It's very hard and to describe over an audio medium. <laughs> an audio but like it's just Google, Google, Google it, what we're talking about because it helps with like the being because it's more like you're flicking your wrist to hit the snare drum. Okay, yeah, you're not okay. Yeah, I see. I see why that's um, could be more helpful. Really, really cool. I don't have. There's not much to say about the song. It's just I. I just have really. I always have liked this song because this is one of the first songs I found when I was like looking into drummers and found yeah. these two. Yeah. Well, I mean, so do you listen to a lot of Buddy Rich and Gene Krupa songs and se- separately their big band orchestra stuff? Yeah. So I, like, yeah. and that's, I like, I will every now and again, I'll get into like a jazz big bandish mood and I'll just listen to like some of the old, like Glenn Miller orchestra, like, you know, in the yeah. mood, I'll listen to sing, sing. Like I'll listen to a lot of the, that stuff is just really it, they're all instrumental stuff right yeah the big band ones that they run the okay. big band ones and it's it, it kind of is carried over from like and I know we talked about it on the father's episode but like yeah you know like the Brian Setzer orchestra mm, yeah. you know he because it's it's that it was the rockabilly but then he goes into the orchestra bit where he like will cover some of these classic old like big band songs yeah and like he'll do like getting in the mood and but he he like adds lyrics to it and it's just it's really cool. Go check it out. There's not much, do you have anything else that you want to say? About? Um yeah, unfortunately, yeah, I can't really say much cuz I, I don't necessarily know them. Um but I did I do really enjoy I think I've watched a few like drum battle videos too and they're always really fun to yeah. watch. So go check those out. But yeah, no, should we uh should we sell out a little bit? Yeah, let's sell out. We don't have an ad this week. If you would like to uh, have us advertise your product on this show, please email us at don'tskipthisone at gmail.com. And in addition to the ad or lack thereof, uh, go follow Don't Skip This One on Instagram or Twitter so that we uh, can put ads in there. Um, s- subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform. We're on all of them. If uh, for some reason you're listening to this on a different thing or hear about it and it's not on your favorite platform let us know through literally any medium send a um pigeon with a letter on its leg yeah to to me 
to my just, and you just you just whisper in the pigeon's ear and say Zach Fisher, and then you throw it out the window. That's how they do it in the movies. Yeah, and then um, that and just the, on that piece of paper, write down the platform that the podcast should be on, and I will figure that out mm-hmm. um, somehow. Spotify Premium is a way to listen to like the full song. Um, if you want to listen to um, like the whole instead of just the clip, you can hear the whole damn song um, in between us talking about it. Um, and uh, leave a review on any of the podcast listening platforms that let you, because I know and, I, and and iTunes when, was the original, but Spotify and Amazon Music both have an <coughs> option for reviews. And when you do, oh boy, don't give us a one. I've done the math on the Spotify one. I think someone left us a one. Someone's offended, Brady. Someone has. A, I work hard once a month. <laughs> To record this for two hours. <laughs> Once every three months. <laughs> Once every three. And the least you can do is give us a five on there. Okay? Kevin, I know it was you. I know it was you. That's I'll sh- get you for this one, Kev. That's shouting out Kevin and alienating Kevin, at, Kevin the same- at the same time. And Kevin would be part of our audience. So you've done it. Contractually, you've fulfilled... Thank you. That's my time. I'll see you guys next week. Okay. It's going to be awkward that I'm finishing the rest of this because I don't know that much about drums, but here we go. Um, uh, Also, every episode has a playlist on my Spotify profile. If you don't have Spotify, I'm sorry. I don't have other things. Um, And not enough of you listen to this, basically. Yeah. That's mostly why. Once once you guys start funding us, I'll... Yeah. We'll we'll, we'll pay for it. We'll pay for other stuff. Um, but yeah, if you do have Spotify or, or um, at least we'll listen on Spotify free. Um, uh, if you look up my profile, it has all of the episodes um, with all the songs in case you want to go back and listen to them. Um, if you search Zach Fisher, my profile has the show's logo on it. The rest of them are liars and thieves. Um, and I'm paying somebody to murder them. Um also, I'm going to say that that's a joke just for just in case. Legal reasons. Our legal team legal, wants to legal. make sure that we are not threatening <laughs> Our people. Our lawyer is um, waving his hands uh, yeah. across the okay. studio booth. Uh-huh. So, Carlos, yeah. It's uh, actually bad to say murder, paying for murder on the where people record. That's actually bad. Okay. Got it. Okay. So, uh, yeah. <clears throat> that was a joke. Scratch that. And um, uh, share this show with your friends um, yeah. or strangers on the street. Um, t- shout don't skip this one at them um, so that they'll think you're a crazy person life's more fun that way anyways yeah um, again and- follow us on on all the social media platforms we've got uh, Instagram and uh, threads thread the- one of those one of it, those it's 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 a single thread or it's multi it's probably multiple threads multiple threads that's uh, go follow us there you know, probably avoid Twitter right now. I think uh, yeah, actually, it's a. Yeah, I, I have Twitter in the draft uh, thing of things for me to say, and I keep saying it, and I should take it off because it, it's, it's. It's a. I don't know if you guys. Anti Semitic dumpster fire as of right now. Yeah, I don't know if At least that's what Threads is telling me. <laughs> so uh, delete X off your phone and follow us on Threads and Instagram and. Um, we don't have a TikTok, but you know what? We, no, maybe we will. May, might as well make one. Don't know if we'll post on it, but might as well make one. Um, and I think we have a YouTube that we don't post on. Um, don't quote me on that. 
I can't remember. I can't remember. We might. We might. We might. We might not. Again, we don't post on it, so that's why we don't know. But, you know. Just uh, just follow search, us. Search Don't Skip This One on yeah. everything and yeah. see what happens. Yeah. Why not? It'll be fun. All right. Um, but I think that's it for Solo Corner. Um, yeah. No, I was going to just... All I was going to say with that is, like you're saying, tell your friends, scream it from the mountaintops. If you don't live in the mountaintops, scream it from the city. Um, and really try to look like a crazy person on the street. Um, and then once, uh, people are like, oh man, that, that dude is not doing well, uh, mentally, then just stare at the sun for hours and they'll be freaked out. Stare at the Sun by Thrice. Um, and the drummer for this one's Riley Beckenridge. Um, so Thrice has been one of my favorites. I know I say that a lot, but when um, it, Thrice was one of the first bands I feel like I discovered outside of my parents. So like even like Green Day and Blink-182 um, Offspring were like bands that my dad liked that I also enjoyed liking. Where Thrice was like one of the first bands that I really got into um, in like seventh grade that I feel like it was like my choice. That sounds wrong, but do you know what I'm saying? Like, it, yeah. it felt like it was one of the first, it was one, one of the first bands that I felt like I had, you know, discovered on my own. Yeah. Or really with friends. It was with Meredith and Cody that I've talked about before. Um, yeah. But I. I've always loved Thrice, and I remember in, like, and I love, this is, I think this is my favorite Thrice song. Um, I know we've had a couple of others on this this podcast. Um, Thrice is amazing. We, um, and they just, you know, just like all of our favorite bands, from back in the day, they're redoing, they're doing, like, tours for, like, the 20th. Yeah. Anniversary, like, pretty much now it's, like, the 20th anniversary of, like, these, these albums they released. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. The cool thing that Thrice did with this album is they re-recorded it. And how they kind of wanted it to, because like, it's it was you know they have this whole podcast about it where they talked about how like, the sound that they that came out because they're still young younger in their like recording days it was not what they were hoping for yeah but people loved it so much that it was like this weird mix of like this isn't what we were expecting, but everyone loves this album yeah and and so what they wanted to do was re they re recorded. Um, all the songs on kind of how they play it live. And so it almost sounds like a live album. Oh, okay. But it's just kind of like the way that they now record music, they want their recordings to sound more live and like authentic instead of manufactured yeah. kind of sounding. But point is, is that one of my favorite bands and like, I think it was, the sound of Riley Beckenridge's drum set is what I always tried to get my drum set to sound like. So like I would, you know, I would work on my snare drum, like, and you know, it was harder because like I had a nice, I had a Pearl drum set. It's Pearl, a uh, red wine colored uh, drum set. But like, I would always like mess with the, and I had a ride cymbal. Insert ooh la la sound effects here. Yeah. 
um, I had a, it was like a crash ride symbol, like a good, um, I believe it was, oh, it was just a normal Pearl one that came with the drum set. And then I got a crash symbol for all you drums out there, you know what I'm talking about, but it was a, a crash symbol, um, that, so I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm just I'm sorry to cut in here, but I'm just wondering how, how is it on top of, on top of the mountain looking down at us plebeians, um, on top of your nice drum set mountain oh no there's down at the rest of us there's not the rest there's some of you that are most of you are down there but there's other drummers that are listening to this that know what i'm talking about but like the crash symbol was a crappy walmart brand one like the first act there you go bringing you back down there yeah like it sounded like someone just threw um some sheet metal onto a a round like they just cut sheet metal into a round circle and put it on a stand yeah but as as crappy as that was, I remember trying, to, especially my snare drum. I tried to, I kept trying to like tune and mess with my snare drum enough because I wanted it to sound like the the bass drum and the snare drum. I wanted it to sound just like Thrice's because I think, and to this day, like I, you know, I, even after learning kind of how they recorded it and like that, you know, it's not how it actually sounds. But even like all the other albums, like the way that he makes his his drums sound in both live performances and the albums. It's how I always wanted my drum set to sound. Okay. Cause like, I, I don't know if it's the yeah. same with guitars. Like do, do different guitars have like different. Uh, s- yeah, you get different tones. I, it's harder because most rock is electric. Right. And yeah. so it's not necessarily about the tone that you get from the guitar. It's about the effects they're using on it. There still are tones between different guitars, but um, if you're talking acoustic music, then that's all where the tones come in, and you can okay. sound different. I get what you're, I get what you're talking about, though. Like you, you wanted your each drum set's a little different. Each drum set, and 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 you may not be able to hear it if you're not like a drummer, but like when you've, like you can always like especially drummers, and maybe if you're just a music fan, you can hear the even the subtle differences on on the drum set, and so like. You know the the drum set of like Travis Barker's drums or Trey Cool's or mm-hmm. you know John Bonham's or uh, Neil Peart's or whatever. Like each snare drum even sounds different because they're using a different head and they have it tuned differently. But I just remember loving the sound of Thrice's like of Riley Beckenridge's um, drum set, and I was like, I want my drums to sound just like this. And I tried everything I could as a seventh grader to make it sound that way. Was not successful. By the way, couldn't do it. But That's I, crazy though. Seventh grade that you weren't seven, able to I, exactly replicate off of um, a professional hearing, drummer, professional off of hearing alone. That's wild. That's <laughs> nuts, right? Um, no, but that's and so he's always been like he's again. I use all these always and my favorite forever, but um, thrice the band was um, early on was one of the first that I knew all of the members of the band. So, like, Green Day, I knew all the members. Thrice was one of the first ones that I knew, like, the names of the members and kind of, like, oh, yeah, what they... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Where it wasn't just like, oh, yeah, like, you know, for example, Foo Fighters, I just know Taylor Hawkins and Dave Grohl. Yeah. But, like, yeah. Thrice, I know the members. Green Day, Blink, like, bands like that, I know all the members where... And that was one of the first that I did. And I, again, love this song. What did you think about the song or the drumming in the song or... All of the above. Um, I I'll be honest with you. I'm not as I know 
you were a far bigger Thrice fan than me. I think I've heard a lot of their songs through you. Um, so I want to say this is maybe the second time I've heard, or no, maybe third or fourth. So I was I was struggling to like pick a favorite part because it was kind of I was like why don't I why did I don't know why during it I was like I feel like I haven't heard this before. Well, and not even favorite drum part. Like, what was your like? What did you like about the song in um, general? I do really enjoy that. Even if it was a guitar part. I know we're not talking about guitars, but like... No, I, I enjoy... I actually really enjoy the lyrics to this one. It, they're very introspective and interesting. They're, they're talking about like him search, basically search for truth sort it's, of thing. Um, it, it, like the, the lyrics and most Thrice songs are very, very poetic. Yeah. Like, you know, you know this album, like listening to it through it like there's you know songs it's like very like deep lyrics and that that's the thing that I've always liked about Thrice is that there's not just like a love song about a girl yeah do you know what I mean like it's all of them are very like Thrice has very deep lyrics and and um introspective lyrics throughout all of their their music um, but I mean, I did like the drums, uh, the drum part of it as well. I liked it as the song as a whole. What What would you say your favorite lyric is then? Um, I think I really did enjoy um, the "I crack my teeth on pearls, I tear into the history just to show me what it means to me in this world." You know, the pearls they probably referring to that pearls of truth, like cracking. I like I like that imagery and that that. Um, uh, that way of saying that um yeah what about you or, or is there a favorite drum part too of, of this this song in particular or did you just like the beat i just the whole the the drums in this i've always i have always really liked like the whole song there's not yeah. a specific part um except for the very end of the song you know where it's the do for a miracle i'm waiting for a sign the very end you hear like it's like a drum fill on the toms that you're hearing Oh right, yeah, the, yeah. Near the right. end, and that's. I think I really like that. I also like, um, the a shrine of stone I haven't kissed, a scar that never graced my wrist, a mirror that hasn't met my fist. Um, I, I like the lyrics and I like the delivery uh, that Dustin Krensu goes with it. Again, Thrice is amazing. Go check him out. Um, yeah, I I love the song. And I just kind of really want to talk more about how, like, the, one of the reasons that Riley is one of my favorites is because I always wanted my drums to sound just like his. Yeah. But yeah. Do um, you have anything else to say about the song or Thrice? Um, no, I know that I really like this album, though, because I think I've, I've, this was we've done another song off this album. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't think I had anything else. Um, what about you? No, that's all I've got. got by the use and the drummer is brandon stanikert and i chose this one because i'm actually friends with brandon um so brandon uh 
it's I well also I love like I always I grew up loving this album and the first used album that he was on um uh, and a couple of songs from the next one but without even realizing um that he had left the band I kind of dropped off of the used but I really really great drummer but I you know it felt wrong to not put a song about my favorite drum, drummers without putting a song by Brandon on here um so Brandon is he is his so Michaela my wife is a makeup artist and she um one of her really good friends um is in a relationship with Brandon and they've been together forever and so it was very funny funny story to to kind of like start it off is I've always liked the used and yeah. I I get really nerdy about things, right? And so very first never date noticed. never noticed. Okay. Very first date with Michaela. Uh-huh. We are we're driving along and I'm still using my iPod classic because, you know, that's what I I you get kinda nerdy about things. Yeah, I get kinda nerdy about things. And I'm I have my iPod classic and Michaela's going through my iPod classic and and she's going through um, one of my playlists and the playlist has the used on it. And she's like, Hey, I know this band. I was like, Oh yeah, no, like I, they were like big when I was in high school. She's like, no, no, no. Like I know the drummer from this band. I was like, wait, wait, what? You, you know the drummer from this band? She's like, yeah, no, like I'm like one of my, one of my really good friends, um, is with him. And I was like, Oh, that's pretty awesome. Um, and it went on for like, she would mention him for a long time, and so when her and when Michaela and um, Danielle um, would like would ch- talk or they'd be Marco Poloing, um, Danielle would be like, "Oh yeah, me and Brandon went to like because they're good friends with like Green Day, and they went to like Green Day's like a secret album release show in L.A. Like, oh yeah, we're just over like we just get, went to the Green Day show, and I would nerd out hardcore or like they moved into a house in Southern Utah." And they had some of like the used platinum or gold records or whatever uh, metallic material they were made out of <laughs> on the walls. Yeah. And so she showed it. She sent Michaela a video to show me like, hey, look, here's here's um, his his records. And I would nerd out too hardcore and like got to a point where like it took about two years of me being in a relationship with Michaela a year, two years before we could hang out with them because I would lose my cool. Anytime we talk about it, like they would be like, Oh yeah. Like Brandon's with green day. And I'm like, Brandon's with green day. Oh my gosh. Uh, this is you, you know him and he knows them. And this is so cool. And she's like, you're not ready. I'm like, I'm not ready to meet him. I'm not ready to meet him. And so I would like nerd out hardcore, even just the thought of like hanging out with him. Um, but, and then, you know, then eventually I got, I, we went, hung out with him. Um, and I, I, I pushed 14 year old me aside in my brain. I was like, just play it cool. He's just a cool dude. Stop being a nerd. And I, I had to yeah. push through. It was tough. So Listeners like just talked about Legos. And so Disney I just, with him. yeah, I just talked about Legos and Disney with him. Uh, Instead, to prove that you're not a nerd. Yeah. No. Well, I didn't want to, I was cool with being a nerd. I want to be a fan girl over him okay. if that makes sense um no but and then we've hung out at, like 
we've hung out. We have plans to hang out with them again soon. Um, and like, yeah. not just the one time, like hung out with them several times, went swimming in his pool. We got, okay, we get it. You have cooler friends than me. I, yeah, I, no, I do have cooler friends with you. I didn't realize. Do you hear that listener? I didn't realize. I just, you know, you tricked me. You said, Hey, let's do an episode. You, you were like, you were even like, we can do a favorite guitarist first. <laughs> this is such a long con for you to just be like, Hey Zach, I have better friends than yeah, you. Yeah, well, because I, you know, I'm friends with him, and then my best friend, yeah, is Seth, is Seth from the higher. Yeah. Uh, no, but I remember that one too. Yeah, uh, just cut, cutting me deep. Thanks. Yeah, I know you're welcome. No, but also he's an amazing drummer. So he was the drummer for for the used, um, and then there was a lot of I think you could look at Wikipedia and stuff, but there's a lot of like stuff that went on with the band. He didn't really want to participate with like I think he's he he doesn't he's not he doesn't like you know he's not a drug user or anything like that and I think the band was really into it and he's like I don't want to do with this and so he left the band and became Rancid's touring drummer again I may be wrong on on that part but he he became Rancid's touring drummer and then yeah. got offered to then he played maybe it wasn't even touring drummer let me let me just do a quick search here wow. Don't even know your friend's <laughs> current job. Wow. Oh yeah. So he was yeah he he was the touring drummer and then um, stayed on as a drummer and he's been with Rancid for fifteen twenty years now. I guess not that long. Maybe fifteen years. Yeah. Two thousand six. So you know, coming up on coming twenty up. years. Yeah, coming up on twenty. Um, yeah. but uh, been with been the drummer for Rancid for a while. I'm seeing him play. Weirdly, I've seen him. Like I'm, I've not gotten like I. I like Rancid. Um, haven't gotten into Rancid as much because I think Rancid was a little bit before my time on stuff. But yeah, seeing him play twice with Rancid once, um, where I knew who he was, and the other time where I just I was like, oh, that's the drummer. Um, but really cool, really really nice guy, really cool guy. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's the reason I did this was because I wanted to rub it in your face that I've got cool friends. Well, that's cool. So what's your favorite part of the song? Yeah, what's my favorite part of the song? My favorite part of the song is that you got to just bring your friends' bands on into this uh, into this show. How much are their tickets that you have to in order to, that you have to sell for them? Is it fifteen bucks at the door? Um, but you'll give me a deal right now for twelve because you guys have to sell all. I of wish. Tickets. I wish. So he's the rancid is touring this summer with Green Day, and I really want to go to a show, but they're not playing in either Vegas or Salt Lake, and so I'm like, crap. What am I gonna do? Like, I really want to see it, and so I might have to. I think McKay and I need to look at the tour dates and figure out like, okay, maybe we'll go to a, a Southern California show because I really want to see rancid and Green Day. You know, two of my favorite drummers. One show. Also, going back there, the the joke there was that in high school, your friends uh, had bands. They you had to sell the tickets. You would buy tickets and then resell them for your friends' bands. That was the joke, anyways. Oh, um, it wasn't that funny. Fuck you. Um, I do enjoy the used, and this is a good song. Um, I think um, I'm 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 a sucker for a lyric that. The thought isn't complete. How do I say this? The thought isn't completed in one line, mm-hmm. and it goes on. So, like the very beginning, 
when he says, so that you didn't even bleed and catch me. And there's a full, like, break. Like, that's that's the end of that line. And then he says, off guard, which is obviously supposed to be catch me off guard. But they wait and break it up in between. I don't know. I no, just enjoy I, that when people do that. Yeah, where it's 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 broken up into yeah. two different lines that doesn't seem when you're listening to it doesn't make sense. But when you read it, you're like, oh, didn't even bleed and catch me off guard. Yeah, yeah, that's that's always that's always good. Uh, but and it, and it also caught you off guard when you're listening. Stupid. Um, and so. Um, but I, I do also really like the uh, drumming on this one. I was I was paying attention to it. It was really good. Really good. I like the ending uh, near closer to the end. Um, it's um, there's the like the part where it's like yeah, it's all that I've got. It's all that I've got. It's all the that repeating part. Yeah. The drumming through that section is my favorite part. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then it, yeah. Uh, Great, great drumming. I love, I love this song. I love early used. Uh, there's some new stuff that I want to check out. I've heard yeah. like artwork is good. Okay. Um, but and um, speaking of Brandon, uh, Rancid is coming out with a new album. I think just came out with it. Um, that I want to check out. Great drummer. Yeah. Great guy. Like he's really really nice guy. He he put up with my crap a couple of times. Um, as a you know. A, Nerdy fourteen-year-old, thirty-three-year-old. Um, yeah. Well, anyone that deals with you is must be a really uh, good person at heart. I don't think so. You deal with me, and I wouldn't say that about you. Ouchie, my feelings are hurt. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to. I don't need to save your feelings anymore. I told you who my real friends are. Uh, do you have anything you want to say about this song or the used? Not about our friendship before oh, it's sorry. over. No, um, <laughs> like I. I wish I had more to say. Just a great song. And about our friendship, I just need you to know, like, we are friends. But this whole conversation, you know, that's the real me. The Real Me by The Who. Um, and this was my pick. Uh, one of my favorite drummers is uh, Keith Moon, um, mostly because uh, he's, uh, one, an insane person, and two, um, he, he, it took a documentary for me to realize this. I think it was a documentary on The Who, but it might have also been just kind of like someone talking about drummers i know it was like in high school i was watching this was some something on vh1 or something and there was a part of the documentary where they were talking about keith moon's drumming and they were um talking about like technical expertise or no not too much about technical expertise but they were talking about something about his drumming and i didn't quite understand it and then they're like here this is what we're talking about and they took out the guitar and the bass and just had the vocals 
and, and I'll, I'll tell you now, I don't remember what song this was, but they took off, they left the vocals and the drumming and turned the drumming up a little bit. And they're like, pay attention to when he's singing. Keith Moon was able to like replicate what Roger Daltrey was singing, mm-hmm. like with his drums. And that's when it clicked on like Keith Moon's genius wasn't in what drummers are typically known for, which is for a keeping a good beat and also like good drum fills and things like that. Keith Moon almost basically, I mean, he kept a beat, but he basically never played a straight beat the whole song. He changed constantly. He was constantly playing something else. And especially when um, Roger was singing it, there was some line in that documentary where, or in a lot of the Who stuff in interviews, they talked about John Entwistle as the bassist. And he was like, the bass parts are so boring in the Who because I figured somebody had to keep like a regular, a regular tempo. tempo <laughs> so we knew where we were in the song. Yeah. And so, you know, that's... And Keith Moon, I, I could go into like, you know, he he really pioneered the whole like blowing up drum sets and kicking and trashing shit. Keith, Keith Moon was famous for he would like destroy drum sets on stage. He was like one of the first like I feel like he one of the first bands like members of bands that would like trash hotel rooms. Like yeah. it happened later on with like a lot of the hair bands. Um, but he, like he basically invented it. Yeah, yeah like like would compl- like he was crazy and eccentric but like Keith Moon like I feel like there's a couple where it's always like mentioned like the best drummers of all time yeah and no matter what list you're looking at Keith Moon is always top five yeah like Keith Moon it's like Keith Moon John Bonham are always like right up there in the top five um, and not just favorite drummer like we're not saying favorite but like best drummers and yeah. and Keith Moon is amazing drummer um, and like I think that's one of my favorite parts about the song is like the the fills that are going on during the song like yeah. like Why? not just like not like oh hey Keith here's a drum solo put in some crazy fills but like even like during the during the chorus of like can you see the real me you hear like all the tom usage yeah and i think that's what i really liked about the song yeah and i think and i think it doesn't take a lot of musical expertise i mean anybody really if you just like choose to sit and listen to i think i chose i'm trying to remember cuz we actually came up with this list a while ago and i think this the we came up with this list Pre me going to Ireland, so it was back <laughs> yes, in July. We're recording this in November. Yeah, um, so I was I'm I don't remember exactly, but I remember I was like, well, I want Keith Moon on there, but I'm trying to pick a song that isn't a nine minutes long because some of the Who songs go on for a long mm-hmm. time, but also be like shows Keith Moon's. And so I was like, this is an easy one where if you just sit and actively try and listen to what he's doing with the drums, you're like, that is. That's that's cool. Even as a just person who like has a passing interest in music, you could pick out like without knowing much about drums. You're like he's yeah. It's never repeating. It's always yeah. something different. Well, I mean, there's repeating ish, but like you know, especially while Roger's singing, he's doing something different every time. Um, it's really cool. So an amazing drummer. Yeah, I I, I am glad that because like 
as we were going through this list, I was like, crap, like, it feels like I have my favorite drummers because, like, for my favorite bands and stuff. But it also felt weird to not, and that's why I was, I had to put, like, Buddy Rich and Gene Krupa on there. But it felt weird, like I was saying, like, you know, uh, to not put a Neil Peart or Or Keith Moon or John Bonham, like, some of these, like, all-time greats on there. And then when, like, I think I had... I think I had the immigrant song on as like a backup uh, as yeah, I was yeah, going yeah. through the list. Like, and I'll post kind of all the songs that didn't make the cut on this one. Yeah. But you know, I was, I was like, I, we need the, we need a who or a Led Zeppelin or, you know, we need some, Yeah. we need a, like a, not just our favorites, but I feel like we need like, one of the best drummers on there. And I know that how much you love both the who and Led Zeppelin. I was like, okay, I hope he puts on one of these two. Yeah. And I've just, as far as drumming goes, I, and when we're talking about favorites versus like just thinking of really, really great drummers, I've always really enjoyed Keith Moon and the who, um, in general. I mean, I could go on about, I think the who and Led Zeppelin, cause they're both really formative bands for me. They're not bands. By the way, those are not bands that my parents listened to. Um, those are things that I found like researching music in high school, and and I mean, you, I think anybody would hear either of those on the radio just listening to the radio. But like, it wasn't like my parents are big Who or Led Zeppelin fans. That's me. That's yeah. that's pure me. Um, I love their music, and I. Um, I think the great thing about the Who and and why I went with them over Led Zeppelin is because um, we played a lot of Led Zeppelin on this podcast. No, we can never play enough Led Zeppelin <laughs> until we played every Led Zeppelin song. Yeah, that's right. Um, no, uh, the the Who, as far as it's because um, for drumming, the personality of Keith Moon yeah. is my favorite. Like he's he's also I'm not saying he's an amazing individual because I I think he was hard to deal with because he was so crazy mm-hmm. but um he is a progenitor of many great stories and also uh, uh, progenitor is the wrong word but he's he's like this a lot of great stories from the who about like completely trashing hotel rooms like chucking like just a bundle full of cherry bombs into a toilet just to just to literally just to blow the toilet up and like trashing hotel rooms on purpose not like getting drunk not remembering what you did yeah. like going in there fully sober and like let's let's trash it and um as someone who works in the hotel industry it stresses me out it stresses you out a little bit it, well i mean to be fair there were stories as they were like oh the who's staying here okay we're just gonna we're we're hiring a contractor like the day after like we're just gonna we know it's gonna mm-hmm. they got to that point but they're they are they are the reason rock bands got that reputation because yeah. then everyone was like, well, we want to be like, we want to be like Keith moon. And like, yeah. who was the, why can't I think of the band that was Motley Crue? Oh, Motley Crue. Yeah. They were was, crazy. Episode. We're crazy just like it, but it's, you know, yeah, but I don't think they would have done what they did without Keith moon doing what he did first. Yeah. And he also had a lot of onstage antics cause he was always trying to, he started to try and upstage Pete Townsend who started the, trashing your guitar at the end of the uh, mm-hmm. set 
uh, uh, what did I say? At the end of your set, um, he was like, okay, I don't want to trash my drums. So he would start kicking things. He would start planting, planting explosives um, to blow it up. Um, he, was, he was one of the um, people that started that as well. So that's kind of where I wanted to, because he was crazy. That's yeah. kind of why I wanted to put him on a few that, that makes sense. Well, do you have anything else you want to say about um, The Who or Keith Moon? Uh, no, other than you guys might expect a few more of the Who songs. I'm remembering why I love them so much. Yeah. Well, I don't have anything else to say, um, like always. by Blink-182 with the drummer being um, Travis Barker. Travis Barker. Travis Barker. I don't know. I, 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 I was looking at the computer at the same time and it, it made me zone out and forget where I was in my speaking. Um, no, I... Travis Barker's always been one of my favorites. Again, I say it a lot. Deal with it, okay? Um, so angry tonight. I know. Um, it's been a while. I haven't been able to get angry at listeners in, a, in months, really. Listeners, it's my fault. I stayed with him. Uh, he's very upset about it. But no, uh, Travis Barker is an amazing drummer. I've seen Blink, I think, twice now. Maybe three times. Yeah. I'm okay. Trying to remember. I feel like it's. I feel like it's at least twice. Yeah. Um, and I've seen videos where like. Um, Travis Barker, they'll put him like in like a weird like gyrosphere, and like he'll play the drums as he's like spinning around. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. that's cool. he's like in my opinion, he's one of the best drummers of like our generation. Yeah, like the amount of stuff he does in his songs is the coolest thing. Like if you look at yeah. like that song, and that's why I've, I really like always is because of the drums that are going on throughout it. It's not like some of the other songs that are even on this playlist where like, oh, you hear how good of a drummer they are just by how they're like keeping stuff going yeah. and driving it. But this is like the little fills that are going on throughout the song. Yeah. I feel like they almost in the mix turn the drums up on this one. Yeah. Versus all the others where the, you can really hear his drumming because like is the small like he'll, and like it's like using like accent pieces where like he'll hit the hi-hat in a like uh, like on an off note or use a little splash symbol here and there yeah. um the beginning where he's um doing rim shots um can you explain what a rim shot is for the to folks at home and not the dirty one just oh i see it, the smile on your face it's <laughs> it's where you are hitting the 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 metal bit around a snare drum. Okay. And it's what's giving that like almost, it's not like a drum sound. It's like, it, it sounds like, you know, you're hitting a metal and you're hitting the metal yeah. rim around that snare drum. Okay. Now explain the dirty one to me after, <laughs> after. Just, not for the folks at home. Okay. Just, I think just for my knowledge, I need to know that. I, 
I, we could Google it, but I'm on my work computer, so that probably not probably a good, not a good idea. idea. Probably not a good idea. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Travis Barker is super, super great. I I love his drumming. Um, uh, I and yeah, this one when when you were like, oh, I need to put Travis Barker on there, I was like, yeah, duh, of course. But I hadn't thought about like, oh, what's a good one to showcase? And this one's perfect to showcase. This one's perfect to showcase. And when I knew I was putting Travis Barker on, I knew that this was the song because all of the fills and little things that he's doing throughout the song, even just the, the beginning part or yeah. I think I think my favorite part is the very beginning before the um, singing even comes in. And then um, I'm trying to remember where it is the, it, it breaks out and he does, he does a fill in the near the end of the song. It's like, and then it goes, I've been here before a few times and I'm quite aware we're dying. Yeah. Like during that part, or it's like, come on, let me hold you, touch you, feel you. I can't remember where it is. Um, yeah, but it's it's during that last part. I think I know what you're talking about. I'm now now I'm looking at the lyrics. I can't remember where the fill is, or like where the the yeah, yeah, cool yeah. drum part is. We just listened to it. I should know this. Um, no, but Travis Barker is an amazing drummer. I'm just like everyone on this list. Like I have, there's that was the I think the hardest part about this was trying to figure out who to put in the list. Um, but Travis Barker definitely had to be in there. Uh, and I think they're all, I mean, they're all uniquely talented, right? And have their own styles. So I think that's, what's cool about the list. And I, I want to say Travis Barker, um, not that we're counting speed of all of these different drummers, but I feel like he's incredibly fast. Yeah. Isn't he, he's just like insanely fast, especially yeah. when he, he doesn't play drum or jazz hand. Right. He plays, no. Yeah. Yeah, he's because because um, well, even on this song, he'll do the 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 snare, and it's like holy shit, how are you fit, hitting yeah. it that fast? Um, um, again, if you couldn't tell, Zach has never played the drums. Nope. Um, they're called um, they're called sticks. Yeah, the sticks are the wood things that used to hit the drums. Oh, they're not the uh, not chicken wings. They're, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, he's the, the whole time he's like, "Oh man, they're really good with the thighs." And I'm like, <laughs> yes, "I don't." I thought it was crazy that they were using those those chicken bones to to hit the. And then I explained to him that it was like, "No, no, no, they're called drumsticks," and he said, "The ice cream," and that's where I just had to just drop it all together. So it's not though. It's not the one with the ice cream. Interesting. Oh, are you sure? <laughs> yeah, those are called drumsticks, but. What do they eat at the end of this end of the song? Then, like, where's the food part? Of where's the, the food part of the performance? Because <laughs> we're fat asses. <laughs> I need a little snack after. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little hungry now. Doing. Thinking about drumsticks, <laughs> um, I might have some ice cream in the freezer. So yeah, point so, is, so great let's wrap this up quickly. Let's wrap what you're up. saying. What um, What would you say your favorite part of the song is? Um, I do really like. Um, we're sharing one laptop, folks. We just gotta we just gotta zoom around the lyrics here. Um, uh, I do really like lyrically. Um, I'm so sick of fights. I hate them. Um, just because I feel that to like the nth degree, where I just really don't like getting in fights, and I'm super non super non confrontational. Really? Um, yeah. Um, and I also. Drumming wise, um, other than the beginning, I do. Um, I do like. I, I think it's the fill you're talking about, where he's playing, 
the playing the snare super fast and then he just adds in toms just as fast and it's always inc- very impressive especially watching videos of it tell me more about your your knowledge of, of drums um well i know that there's the snare toms symbols in the um bass drum and after that um do you know the i any type of symbol sometimes the, earlier in this podcast you said hi-hat and <laughs> i think that that is one of the symbols um <laughs> I don't like this bit. Um, it's also I'm I'm putting Zach on the spot because I do a one second a day and I'm recording this bit. Recording it, and it made it so much worse. I know that we've been recording audio this whole time, but as soon as you turned the video on, it was like so much more stressful. Uh, um, yeah, no, the the hi hat is when there's the two symbols that are together, and that's like the driving. Which one's the gong? <laughs> that's it, it's called the gong. That's that's yeah. But where on the drum set is the gong? Uh, um, it depends on uh, the drummer. Um, usually, if they're playing a gong, they're in a classic rock band, and it's going to probably be behind them. Is that the is that the metal with all the holes in it, or is that a different one? The metal with all the holes in it. <laughs> I don't think a gong has holes in it. Um, I'm that. That's a, a certain type of symbol. It's not a gong, though. What are bongos? Explain bongos. <laughs> bongos? <laughs> bongos Where are... do bongos fit in the drum set? Explain that to the uh, audience. Well, it depends <laughs> on what kind of drum set you're working with. Uh, bongos uh-huh. are um, very small drums that you play with your hands. You can play them with a drumstick, but not the ice cream. Um, oh, and the chicken wing. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> What the fuck were you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. It's always My favorite is that by the end of every episode, we've gone so off the rails that people are probably like, that's probably why we got a one. Is people, it's like whoever was listening, they gave us a one. I'm still looking out for you. He's, um, he's coming am, for you. I am coming. I am furious. I, you guys can't see it, but he is he is painting his uh, the underneath of his eyes black and putting camo on, and he's uh, he's getting ready to hunt. I'm getting ready to hunt. Um, I will find you, but that, they probably listened to the all of it, and they're like, oh, this is really good. And then they got to the last song, and like. Oh my gosh! <laughs> one giving him a one. <laughs> they didn't talk about the song at all. All they talked about was food. Food. Because um, <laughs> um, we're hungry. Because uh, we're fat asses. Um, no, but great song. I love. I love the song. I love the music video. Is one of my favorites. It's great. I don't know if I've seen this one. I'll have to watch it. Up. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, no, I really, I really love Travis Barker, and this is a great song. Um, do you have, so I'm glad we added it. Do you have anything else you want to say about Travis Barker, or I guess drum drums and drummers in general? Um, I really respect the craft. It's again, I tried it once and was uh, not not good. Um, so I think that I do think drums are amazing though, because I will legitimately. I, it's interesting for me to watch guitar videos because i can kind of break down what they're doing it's interesting interesting for me to watch drum videos because i have no idea how they do that with their body and but it sounds really cool and looks really cool yeah um yeah i I, and are obviously a very important part of uh every song and and music in general so um what about you and i 
drums. I love I love the drums. I love learning how to play the drums and playing the drums for years. It it's to the point where like I you know, I don't want to force my kids into anything, but like if my kids are like, "Oh, I want to do band." or whatever, I'm going to be like, you should play with the drums. That way I could buy them a drum set, and then I will have a drum set. This is not for them. So it's, it's, not, for, it's for me. <laughs> um, because I they, I do miss playing it. Like, my sister got an electric drum set a couple of years ago, um, and it's just been sitting at my parents' house where a part of me is like, you know, if I... We're thinking about, you know, possibly Michaela wants to call it a she-shed, um, and put me out there, so it hurts a little bit that she wants to call it a she shed, because um, it's it's a it's it's a he it's a, that's what he said, um, he shed, uh-huh. and but if there's enough room to have my office out there, I also want to put my like that electronic drum set out there because I there's been a couple times where I've I'll like put it on drum and then have like um, have the headphones on to to hear the drum part but then i'll also have another headphone in with music playing and play along with right the drums to some of my favorite songs that i I know how to play like uh you know because there's a, a few songs that are like that's kind of more simple drums and you know i'm not doing the fill stuff but i'll like play along to like um into deep by some 41 or even smells like teen spirit like when i was in middle school i was in a band we had like three songs. Two of them um, didn't have Hot lyrics. Shit. What? Hot shit. Yeah. Um, Ultimate Distortion. We were really cool. We did a really sweet cover of Smells Like Teen Spirit. Again, we didn't have a singer, so we just played Smells Like Teen Spirit. Interesting choice. Yeah. You know. All right. But um, no, I love I love the drums. I love... And it is, it is interesting because like when most people... L- listen to new music everyone kind of like tunes into something you know something different where like you know most people are like listening to the lyrics first some people listen to the guitar first like it me i always tune in first the drums is what i'm listening to when i hear new music and then i'm like oh yeah there's there's lyrics with that too okay let's hear what that sounds like um no i i love the drums i wish you know, all of you out there, if you're thinking about um, looking into just wanting to learn more about music, look into some drum stuff. Like just like we we're saying, go on and watch crazy drum solos online. Like they're just really entertaining to watch. So yeah, um, that's that's what I've got. Drums are awesome. Cool. Well, uh, hope you enjoyed the episode and uh, uh, let us know on our social media or since um you might be friends with us just text us uh some yeah, of your just, favorite drum like drummers. every now and again we'll get texts mainly just from cody on like hey i really like that episode yeah thanks cody but like if if any of you else are friends of us and you're listening to this just i don't just text us so we know that you're listening because we we constantly are looking at the tens of people that are listening and there's a couple people from norway and we're like who's listening in norway yeah um, if you find our numbers in Norway, uh, you can feel free to text us too. Yeah. We have um, our number is uh, 1-800-555-5555. Might have been an extra number in there, but I wasn't counting. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I think that's the uh, end of the episode. So I will, st- as we say at the end of every episode, um, drum with, y- with your heart, with... 
uh, with your mind, with uh, your lungs and your arms. <laughs> drum, drum with all your might. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks for sticking around, fellow music nerds. <laughs>